Hello. What's up? What's up, Tamiko? <laughs> hey, Lawrence. This is exciting. I'm super excited. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is going on, everybody? Glad y'all could tune in this afternoon or morning or early afternoon, wherever you are in the world. But right. this is Can We Talk? I am Lawrence Henderson. CEO, Chief Learning Officer of Boss LLC, and I am here with the fantabulous Nico Drummond. What's up? Hey, Lawrence. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Can We Talk? My name is Tamiko Drummond, and I am the CEO of Lotus Consulting and Marketing LLC. We are super excited to be here today with you. Guess what? We are talking about can we talk about access to capital? So we're going to talk about the money and we have the money man here himself, Mr. Farron Logan, okay, executive vice president, chief lending officer, director of sales and business development at the blackest bank in the U.S., okay? Citizens Trust Bank that has been around for a very, very long time. And I'm gonna let him tell you how long, but first, Mr. Farron Logan, please tell the people about yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Can We Talk. All right, well, thank you, Tomiko and Lawrence. Listen, it's a pleasure to be here today on behalf of Citizens Trust Bank. And, you know, just a little bit about myself. I've, I've been in banking probably for about 30 years now. So I guess I'm considered a seasoned banker. And my role at Citizens Trust Bank is pretty much uh, enterprise-wide, I would say. Um, I do report to Cynthia Day, who is the president of the bank and a really good person, I might add. But in my capacity as the chief lending officer and director of sales and business development, I manage several departments, uh, several divisions. Uh, one division is the commercial banking division, which is you know pretty much headed up by Eric Wilson and Jim Dow as team leaders. Also the marketing division, which is headed up by Deidre St. Julian. Uh, also the, the retail banking division consisting of all of the, the financial centers of the bank, and that's, that's headed up by Marsha Womack. And then finally, the uh, consumer lending division, which is headed up by Chardonnay Reynolds. And these guys do a fantastic job, and I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have the talent of these great leaders inside the organization. That's that sounds like an amazing crew that you work with, and I and I'm I'm already you know I'm starstruck a little bit uh, ha having you in here, fan. But um, when Tamiko she led in with a whole lot of titles. And we were laughing earlier that 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 title is longer than the Pentecostal church name. Uh, <laughs> and, and so what is it at your level? What is it that you focus on from day to day? Well, I mean, you know, when, I guess the beauty about working for an African-American owned bank is the fact that you, you know, every day you have a chance to basically give back to the community to impact the community in some way so i literally spend my day trying to figure out how the best way that i can impact the community now from i guess from my standpoint that means you know how do i increase penetration into the communities if there are communities inside the, the metro atlanta atlanta area that we haven't effectively touched 
then we're looking and exploring and coming up with digital marketing uh, ways to expand our footprint into those territories. And then we're looking for ways to expand our footprint into other markets outside of the immediate markets that we serve, which is right now the Southeast, primarily the Atlanta and the Birmingham markets. But right now we're looking to expand beyond those markets and go into some of those contiguous states to both Georgia and Alabama. And right now uh, we have customers that are located in 48 different states uh, inside, inside the United States. And then from a residential mortgage standpoint, we have customers in 14 different states. So we have touched and impacted a lot of people. And my goal every day is to figure out how we can do more, how we can give back more. And if we can be a successful bank, then we can in turn help other people be successful. So that is what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, Lauren. Mm. Man, I, I love that. And and, and, and Tamiko, I know you're about to jump in with, with one of your questions. Come on, come on off of mute. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Lawrence. So yeah, so Farron, earlier when I introduced you, I said that Citizens Trust is the blackest bank, right? You all have been in business for over a hundred years. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, we're excited about that. I mean, for one hundred years in business as a as a black owned institution any black owned institution not just a, a black owned bank is a major accomplishment so we are extremely proud of that i mean the bank started back in 1921 with a group of uh, i think it was it was five african americans they call them the further five and they had this vision of being able to to really impact the community i mean at the time you know you had uh, not only communities that were underserved you had communities that were not served at all. And so uh, that uh, they built, they started a bank for the purpose of helping people to, you know, uh, have home ownership, to actually have businesses and to, to build wealth. And so that's where they are. That's where they, that's how they started. And yeah, many years later, we're still doing the same thing. There are still people who are, you know, who don't have access to capital. There are still communities that are still underserved. And so we're gonna continue to do everything that we can to, to assist those people. And, and I might add too that the, the bank is, you know, right now we're, you know, we're considered a small community bank with sort of an urban footprint. We have, in terms of our total assets, we're, we're about 670 million. We believe and we feel very confident that we will reach a billion dollars within the next uh, couple of years. And so we're excited about that. So you know, we're encouraging everybody to bank with us so that we can that we can become that billion dollar bank. So we think that we can do that hopefully within the next uh, next couple of years. That is amazing. And, and I, I tell you, um, as me and Tamiko work with clients, you know, internationally, look in, in you look at just the market in and of itself and the shifts over the last several years mm -hmm. how what's your what's your outlook on the market and people accessing capital in the next several months and years to come based on what we just came through well i think it's you know i think the outlook is pretty good you know i mean you hear different opinions you get different opinions about the market but 
uh, from our standpoint, we think it's pretty good. We're going to continue to make it possible for people, even during tough times. I mean, we were there for the community during COVID. We did over $60 million in loans during COVID when times were very tough. And now, you know, in, in, in 2021, uh, we did probably, I think we did over $92 million in loans in 2021. And now we have a goal of doing over 120, about $121 million in loans. Uh, in 2022. So that just kind of gives you a, an indication of the impact that we're having in the communities. And this dates back many years. I mean, if you look at all of the years of, of, you know, providing financial solutions to customers, I mean, it adds up in a very, very significant way. I mean, and it's, and it's very rewarding to sort of drive through communities and see the, the real impact that we've had in terms of, you know, home ownership. You know, we finance churches, we finance hotels, you know, we finance subdivisions, we, uh, we finance homes, you know, so we've, we've had uh, just, you know, we've helped so many people. And that, again, even when we hire people, our goal is to try to hire people with the kind of passion, you know, they gotta have that mentality of wanting to help. Now, if you, if you, you know, if you come to Citizens Trust Bank and your goal is strictly money, that's not what we want. Now, we are, we pay people well, <laughs> and we <laughs> encourage people to, you know, come work for the bank. And I think that we are extremely competitive from a from a pay standpoint. But the most important thing for us is that you come with the passion to make a difference in people's lives. So, Farron, thank you for that. As far as access to capital for small business owners, you mentioned that you help with church. What other credit solutions do you offer? Well, and that's the beauty. And I, now, now, make no mistake about it. The, the, the whole capital uh, concept has been just a challenge for so many people. And, and a lot of people don't, they may not really understand what it means when I say capital. So uh, I would like to just take a few minutes and just kind of talk about capital. Capital really is, I always tell people it's like putting gas in a car. You know, you gotta put enough gas in a car to get to your destination. Sometimes people don't put enough gas in a car to get to your destination, to their destination. And with capital, you have to have enough capital to reach your destination from a business standpoint. And so what is a destination from a business standpoint? It's the point by which that business is self-sufficient, okay? Now, you might need capital to mobilize a business just to get started, you know, to actually start the business. You may need capital to mobilize a, a particular project that you're trying to get started, or you might just need capital for an existing business trying to expand what you do. And capital is simply money. It is money in the form of either debt or equity, okay? And then so the debt component of the capital consists of typically a senior debt, which is what we do with the I can tell you about some of the products that we do from a senior uh, debt standpoint, and there's what you call mezzanine debt. Now, we don't typically do mezzanine debt, but mezzanine debt represents that junior lean position, like a building. You know, the senior lean position would be that first mortgage, and a junior lean position might be that second mortgage on a particular commercial project, and that's what that mezzanine debt represents. And then on the equity side, you gotta have a compensation on Anytime you're looking to do something, you can't expect the banks to put 100% and take 100% of the risk you got to be willing to put some skin in the deal. So I always tell people, you know, try to look for a mix of either, you know, like 80, 20, 80% debt, 20% equity, or even better, you might have a scenario where it's 60% debt and 40% equity, but you got to have a combination. It's typically a combination of debt 
in equity and on the equity side, you know, people typically have individuals that provide, that invest in their company. They prevent uh, individual owners invest money in their own uh, themselves. And sometimes you hire or engage third party companies called venture capital firms to invest in your company. And then sometimes there are what you call equity funds that invest in your company. Company. All of these firms will provide a means of equity inside of your business. But I always caution people, be very careful anytime you use equity players because equity players typically have an ownership stake in your company. And so you don't want to give up too much ownership. They say equity is the most expensive cost of money. It's much more expensive than debt. It's the most expensive cost of money just because you're having people that have an ownership stake in your company. And when you make money, you got to split out that money and pay those those owners, you know, a, a very large share of your profitability. So be very careful when you look to equity players uh, investing in your company. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like where you went there. I, I was I it's like an alley oop to this next question, uh, <laughs> because everybody these days and you probably see them all the time, Farron, that I want to start my own business. Mm-hmm. And 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 as you all see it and you all begin to advise and, and, and almost educate, you know, mm-hmm. those you come into contact with, what are some of the, the mistakes businesses make when trying to access that capital and, mm-hmm. and kind of what advice would you give to people to kind of improve their chances of not only accessing it, but being smart about how they navigate? And uh, that's, a, that's a great question. And, you know, and as, as a lender, you know, I run into all sorts of uh, uh, challenges and mistakes that people make, you know, for starters, you know, they don't pay their obligations. You know, you, you know we, we're going to always pull the credit. And even if we make a loan to the business itself, we're gonna ask the individuals to personally guarantee that loan, okay? And so by doing that, we wanna make sure that the individual guarantee, the guarantor is qualified as an individual guarantor to, 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 to actually guarantee that loan. So we're gonna pull their credit. And oftentimes we might run into people who may have the willingness or the capacity to, to repay their obligations, but for whatever reason, they just don't pay their obligations. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we run into. So as a bank, you know, we're sort of obligated to make sure that we show some consistency across the board. And so we can't make a loan to one person who has not so great credit and then turn around and, 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 and um, you know, and, and not make a loan to somebody else, you know, under a similar situation. So. Um, so it's important that you pay your obligations on a consistent basis. Now, keep in mind that when you go to these different banks, you know, some of these banks use credit scoring models. You know, they just kind of plug into a system and they come out with whether or not you are approved. At least at Citizens Trust Bank, we use a very human approach. So we understand that people may have extenuating circumstances that might cause their credit to not be perfect. And so we still try to find ways to get that deal done. Another mistake, people make is that they uh, they may not have sufficient collateral. Now, anytime a bank is looking to do a loan, we're, we're always looking for a secondary uh, source of repayment. And that is, if that loan, if for some reason that primary source of repayment, your business, uh, for whatever reason, should default on that loan, then we're looking for some asset that you own 
that can re repay that loan in the worst case scenario. Now we don't go into the deal hoping and wishing and looking for, you know, to take somebody's collateral or somebody's asset. That's never the case. But when we underwrite, it's always good to have that secondary source of repayment that's in place. Okay. So I would say that those are two of the biggest things and, and, and probably just not having sufficient uh, skin in the deal. You know, we have, you know, most banks have a policy that you should put down, you know, at least you know, 15 to 25% of your own cash into a deal. And sometimes people come to the table and they may only have, you know, five or 10% uh, capacity to put down in a deal. And sometimes that can make it challenging. But the good news is that at Citizens Trust Bank is that we do have programs like SBA, uh, SBA 504, that will allow for a 10% down payment uh, in some of these deals, especially if you're going to buy some type of capital asset, you can put as little as you know 10 or 15% down, and so there's still a way for, you, for us to make that deal happen. All right, good. Thanks for that, Farron. Let me ask you though. So what size businesses do you all help? Do you help small business? Is it medium? Is it just those large corporations? Like, will a small company be able to come to your bank and, and get a loan? And in that loan process, do you help them in a way that says, okay, well, you may not be able to get the loan here, but here's what you need to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we always do advice and counsel anytime we meet with a client. That's a very good question to me go you know we have all businesses I mean you know businesses that are extremely small I mean I'm talking about a single single owner type business we can help those businesses and then we have and, and these businesses may only have you know 75 to a hundred thousand dollars in revenue or less and then we have companies that make over a hundred million dollars in revenue that we can help as well and so that's the the strength and diversity of Citizens Trust Bank. We have the capacity to do loans as small as, you know, $500 to as high as $35, $40 million. Now, the, the reason why we have capacity to do the small loans, the, the, I'm sorry, the bigger loans, is because we network with minority banks all over the country in a participatory arrangement where we pool our resources together as minority institutions so that we can take on some of these larger projects. But our uh, our sweet spot is helping those smaller businesses. You know, that's how we keep our doors open. If we can help those smaller businesses achieve their goals, then we achieve our goals. Very good question. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I would love to say that this question is in honor of Black History Month, but um, this trend has been been uh, going strong for the last couple of years, man. And it's we're seeing this uptick and this rise in banking black. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want this. Y'all been around for a hundred years, and you already talked about the growth strategy and the growth plan. But what are you all seeing as it pertains to people? just desiring to bank black today, but that's staying power? That's a great question, Lawrence. I mean, first of all, we're grateful for all of our customers. And I think what we're seeing is sort of a, a generational shift. Um, you know, people are, you know, for whatever reason, I guess, over the years, people's measure of success 
uh, and access, access to success was, you know, taking their money and putting it in other places. And now what they understand and what they realize is that, you know, those other places aren't as helpful to them as they thought it would be, as they thought those banks would be. And so now these people are coming home. They're coming home to banks like Citizens Trust Bank because they recognize that we have the same products and services as many of those larger institutions. We have the same digital products. For example, we, you know, we have mobile banking, you know, we have cash management, we have remote deposit capture, we have residential mortgages, we have commercial loans, we have consumer loans. We have the ability to deliver virtually any product solution or banking solution that you may need. And so when people understand that capacity, then they realize that they should be putting their money back into the community. And I say that in a very deliberate way. When you put your money in a black bank, you're putting your money back into communities. Because the more you put your money in Citizens Trust Bank, the more we can reinvest into the community. And the best way for us to reinvest in the community is for you to have a deposit relationship with us. You know, we used to have a president in the past who felt pretty insulted when people would come to us for loans and then put their money in the bank. You gotta be willing to put your money in the bank. There's just no excuse. I mean, we are in Atlanta and there's a huge opportunity for us to be not just a billion dollar bank, but a multi-billion dollar bank. And there's really no excuse. And we're expanding our capacity. Some people say, well, you know, you don't have ATMs in our backyard. You know, you don't have ATMs in other states. And guess what? We will, this year, we are looking to expand our capacity to put ATM, the, the, the ability to have access to ATM, ATMs and ITMs anywhere in the country. Okay, so it's not going to be any excuse for people not to to uh, to bank with us because we can deliver. We absolutely can deliver. Thank you for that question. That's awesome. Um, I want to ask you because so you've been in banking for thirty years, and I know you have not gone to where you are without some help. So mm -hmm. tell tell me about mentors. Did you have any mentors while you were coming up in banking? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful. I mean, I you know, I mean, I came. You know, I've been in it for thirty years, as you just mentioned, and I witnessed you know some of the bankers who you know at the time it was few you know even fewer you know African Americans that that was in commercial lending, and so I sort of watched his learning path and he gave me good advice on how to navigate through corporate America. And so, yes, uh, Tomiko, I had, uh, I'm very grateful for, some, you know, some of the mentors. And then, of course, even today, you know, uh, my current boss, Cynthia Day, has been a mentor. You know, I, I got a lot of different divisions and she's always giving me advice on how to sort of navigate through the management of, of those different divisions. And then prior to her, you know, we had James Young, who was the president, and he was also a, a pretty significant mentor for me over the years. So yes, I've had uh, mentors that I'm very grateful for. So I'm always interested at this stage in, in your career, and, in, and thank you so much for sharing kind of that mentoring you know, journey and people that have sown into your life. Yeah. In addition to personal mentors, what what's kind of been your development plan to get to this point? 
what conferences are you going to books are you reading like what what's in your kit your toolbox well we had this thing called ABA which is uh, you know they basically provide online training courses and so I spent a lot of my time I mean we have probably about 20 different courses that we have to go through on an annual basis and it covers every aspect of banking okay and then you know and then every time I can get to a, a senior lenders conference, I try to go. Recently, I was I went to one that was in in Dallas, Texas, and so they talked to me about they they provided information to all of the senior lenders about the banking industry and how to put yourselves in the best position to be successful as an institution. So I'm constantly you know trying to sort of educate myself. Over the years, I'm constantly reading about the recent trends in banking. Obviously, the competition has changed dramatically over the years, and we get in competition not just from banks, but from other types of companies that are non-bank type institutions. And so, we have to figure out a way to be a lot more competitive. And so, in doing that, you know, we're looking at our turnaround times. We're looking at creating more efficiencies for. People, we really want people to, you know, access all of our banking solutions wherever you are, and that's the only way that we're going to be competitive and the only way that we're going to be able to survive. So I spent a whole lot of my time researching, trying to figure out how, you know, what the latest trends are, and then we don't want to be left behind. We want to make sure that we can be a, an attractive bank for some of those movers and shakers, like you know, Lawrence, Henderson, and Tomiko Drummond. We want to make sure that we have the types of banking solutions that will encourage you to want to bank with us, not because we're an African-American bank, but because we truly can deliver financial solutions to you and your businesses. Right. That's awesome, Farron. So speaking about movers and shakers, now what if someone is watching and they're like, you know what, EVP, can I get into banking and finance and climb up the ladder like how does someone get in touch and and find out about career opportunities with the bank um is there like a mentorship program leadership program within the bank yeah i mean we first of all i, I always encourage people to go to our website which is uh, uh ctbconnect.com and see just like the citizen trust bank ctbconnect.com and so on that website, you'll find not only access to all about banking solutions, but you also find a career page. And we encourage people to apply. You know, we're looking for, we're actually looking for somebody in marketing to kind of handle social media. Uh, we're looking for commercial lenders. Uh, we're looking for retail, you know, those financial center managers as well. We're looking for credit underwriters in our credit department. And we're looking to grow as we expand into some of those contiguous states. We're looking to hire people in just by every arena of banking. And so we encourage people to go to our website so that you can learn more about Citizens Trust Bank and more about those career opportunities. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it, it's always always amazing just to see the, the needs of, of organizations like yourself. And so I appreciate you sh shouting out uh, an immediate need. So so all my marketing folks out there, social media professionals, um, you, you know where to go. We just we just gave you the plug. Right. Um, <laughs> but but I, I like as as we kind of near the, the end of, of our conversation, um, Aaron, all all this has been amazing. But I'm always interested in knowing kind of your catalyst moment, if you will. What 
was a piece of advice that you you had over the years you've gotten over the years or you wish you would have been told so you, you you get to pick what if you what was a piece of advice that you like that was the catalyst moment for me or what you could look back on and be like i wish i would have known this yeah i mean i think i think it's really a couple of things one would be that you know there's you know the power of compounded interest you know i never really i never really appreciated it until now and so i would encourage people like if you have 401k plans go ahead and put money into that 401k plan early because you will become a millionaire in a number of years i mean you if you put two three hundred dollars every single month and and you keep that money in that 401k plan with the benefit of compounded interest and the company's matching that 401k plan you will become a millionaire and i didn't do well enough at taking advantage of that you know i'm doing pretty good right now but <laughs> i could have done so much better if i had started when i came right out of college and i stayed you know consistent with putting money away now the other thing is investing in land i'm telling you people are buying up land like crazy and there are growth areas inside of the metro atlanta area uh, for example and these are areas that you might not even want to live in but guess what they're buying up this land and paying millions of dollars for it and then they're revitalizing those communities and you can take advantage of that so i'm saying grab land while you can so that would be those two things that i would encourage people to do Y'all heard it here first. Right. Grab land while you can. While you can. That that, that rhymes, actually. It does rhyme. Now, Farron, I, I wanted to ask this last thing while we are closing. So how does someone who wants access to capital, how do they get in touch with you or get in touch with the bank to access that capital? What's the application process? What do they need to do? Well, we try to go digital with most things, you know, so that way we make it don't necessarily have to come into a financial center or come into our corporate headquarters to get started. You can go to our website again, that's uh, ctbconnect.com, and there are pages, landing pages, that will give you the ability to apply for virtually any product, whether it's a commercial loan, sooner loan, residential mortgage, checking account, savings account, whatever it is that you may need, you can start there. And if you want to contact me, you can call me now. You just have to be understanding that I get a lot of phone calls, but you can also call me as well. I don't I don't mind giving out my, my telephone number. It's 770-905-6085. And you call me or go to your website. If you call me, I will put you in touch with the right associates that can that can help you. So don't hesitate to call me as well. Hey, that is that is straight access to capital, right? <laughs> Would you say straight that, Lawrence? Yeah, I'm, access, I'm like, okay? I'm out there like, like, Baron, you brave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. His phone gonna be, it's gonna be busy. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want, though. Just be, but, just like, be patient with me, that's all. Uh, there it is. There it is. He, he, he's managing your expectation. Be that's patient. Right. <laughs> right. If you call me, be patient. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Tamiko, I, I don't know about you, but I, I am so excited and thank you so much for for getting there on on a live with us because right. I mean, just 
invaluable conversation just sharing some some platinum nuggets um and, and just this can we talk about access to capital so baron thank you so much uh for lending us your time the gift of your expertise um and again just being a real person that we can have a conversation with true that true that thank you so much baron is there anything else that you just want to leave the people with we're about to shut it down but is there something or one thing you think that they need to know yeah i just want to the only thing i would say is that you know you asked a question earlier about you know just some of the the actual loan products that we had so i, I just want to take a minute to to finish answering that question but you know we have uh loans that we can do for investment property okay and that's whether it's a residential investment property or a commercial investment property and it can be multi-family or it can be a single tenant type uh, commercial property uh, we have uh, loans that we can do for owner occupied commercial real estate and that's when the owner uh, is not investment property but the owner themselves a professional might actually own the real estate and occupy the property we can do uh, those loans with much flexible terms in terms of amortization and 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 that down payment because we're really trying to attract uh, young professionals uh, to the bank. Uh, and we can do construction loans. So uh, anytime you want to build from the ground, uh, we can we can handle that as well. Uh, we have financed uh, church loans as well. Uh, we've done uh, hotel loans. We've done uh, just about any type of commercial loan you can imagine. And I mentioned before to me, go that we have uh, SBA 504 loan, which is a sort of a 50-40-10 arrangement where we're in a senior position with a 50% loan to value, and the SBA is at a junior position at uh, doing 40% of the capital for that particular project, and the borrower only puts down 10%. And then we have these SPA guarantees, and some of the SPA loans have a 90% guarantee, which is good. And then we have the, the a program with the state of Georgia, in which they guarantee a loan up to 50%. And by guaranteeing a loan, I just want your audience to understand that that improves our chance of making that loan because worst case scenario, the government will actually pay the bank off a portion of that loan. So that helps mitigate some of the exposure risk to the bank. So we try to come up with creative ways to get things done. And even within our own credit policy, we try to have a, enough stretch to be able to get a loan done if it's sitting on the fence. Uh, and then finally, you know, let's not forget about residential mortgages. We do residential mortgages all day long. We do home equity loans all day long. We do personal loans all day long. So as I said before, and I'll say it again, we can deliver virtually any financial solution you may have. I don't think people know it, and I don't think they understand our capacity, okay? Not just in terms of the product, but even the size deals that we can get done at Citizens Trust Bank. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, I know now, and no one's half the battle. Ain't that G.I. Joe? Right, right. <laughs> right. I don't know about you, Lawrence. I was taking those personal loan, uh, yep. business all loan, the above. Loan for land, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Income property. I'm like, right. Yeah. All of that. Like that. All of mm -hmm. that. And y'all, Farron gave you his number. 
Okay, so blow the phone up. Okay. Ferris <laughs> gonna get phone calls. 12 o'clock. Listen, I was thinking about this loan. Uh, this is not office hours right now. And we're closed today, by the way. Right. <laughs> Right. Taking taking advantage of the federal holidays. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well well Tamiko, go ahead and and close us out with a bang. Listen, y'all, thank y'all so much for watching. Uh Can We Talk? Look out for us every two weeks on a Monday at 5:30, where we bring you all these amazing executives just sharing their journey with you all and guess what we are out and we'll see you in two weeks thank you thank you thank you thanks again Farron thank you Lawrence always a pleasure all right till next time bye, bye.